Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. And we're introducing some new segments called the Real Estate Syndication Show Highlights, where we are bringing you a look back at episodes focused on a specific topic that we believe added a lot of value to you in your syndication journey. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also hit the notification bell so you can continue to know when new shows come out. Have a blessed day. Our guest is Jason Mittman. Thanks for being on the show, Jason. It's a pleasure. Glad to join you. Well, Jason, you've got a wide array of experience. Give our listeners a little more background about your experience and how you got into this business. Well, I got into the business at the wide age of 18 in 1989. I was mowing lawns and went to this wealthy individual's home. And I mean, extraordinary. And I looked at his backyard and said, you know, I don't have any skill to cut this grass. You need a gardener. But if you'll teach me for free, I'd love to learn. And he was so impressed by my honesty, he kind of looked at me cockheaded and said, well, I don't have time to teach anybody, but thanks for your honesty. If you need anything, here's my card. And he gave me his card. And, you know, as any 17-year-old would do, you kind of scratch your head. And it had office, direct, and mobile. This is 89. So I didn't know what direct was, so I called it. And about a week later, and he goes, Bob Jory, that was his name. He's a magnificent man. I said, Mr. Jory, my name's Jason Mittman, and I came to do a bid on your yard. He goes, I know who you are. What do you want? And I went, well, sir, I'd like to ask you a question. And then he goes, you just did. What do you want? He was always about time is your precious asset. And I said, well, I'd like to know how you're rich. Again, no adult would ever <laughs> ask that. And there was this <laughs> long pause. And he said, are you asking me how I make money or how I'm wealthy? I said, aren't they the same thing? He goes, not at all. Be at my office Monday at 9 a.m. It's a professional firm dressed appropriately. So I showed up. It's a giant law firm, huge, biggest in San Antonio, Texas. And they walked me down to the hall and he said, come in and had me sit down on one side of this enormous desk. And he said, I make my money as an attorney. I'm wealthy from real estate. Do you want to learn? And he took me under his arms for six and a half years and taught me everything. And it was almost like Karate Kid. Sweep this building and paint these pilings and join me in these real estate meetings. And this is what a financial statement is. And this is how you approach a banker. And this is what matters. And this is what a lease is. And to this day, having that mentor in my life combined with my competitive drive and unwillingness to ever give up is probably what's gotten me through this far. Wow. That's another perfect example of you never know who you're talking to. That's exactly right. Right? You never know who you're talking to. And just your honesty, just your blunt honesty, you really made a connection with him. Honesty, hard work, and giving others respect are critical keys in our business. So tell me what your focus is now. What do you do? The primary focus has always been buying value-add retail shopping centers and secondary markets near major cities. I want to take advantage of the big towns but I don't want to pay the big town prices. And it's typically easier to get permits and the other things. Assets have been poorly managed, poorly maintained, and take advantage of those. Now, I've also added where I'm focused on building medical buildings and strategic partnerships where we'll get a very large piece of dirt. They'll handle multifamily. They don't know retail. I'll do the retail or medical office. And there's a great synergy because you're essentially buying in bulk and paying a 
discounted price. So it's a little bit of everything, but more focused on new construction and then hedging, repositioning our retail to be more quote-unquote Amazon-proof if there is such a thing. So retail is the biggest thing you're focused on right now? That's right. That's the bulk of my portfolio. So I know you have experience in a lot of different areas of real estate, You know, whether it's the medical office, multifamily, multi-tenant, all those things that I listed out. So why retail? It's what my mentor knew. It's what he taught me. And so it's what I delved into. And you learn from the giants before you, and that's the giant whose shoulders I stood on. And it's always been there. And over the years, I've had more great mentors and relationships. And that's afforded me the ability to diversify out. And I'll continue to do so. There's so many things we could talk about. But mentoring is such a big question. I hear it so often. Do I need a mentor? How do I know this is the right mentor for me? All those questions that someone's trying to get in the business. Sounds like you could really speak to that. It is. And I try to mentor people an awful lot. And I think the fear, it's fascinating. Everyone has a fear to ask someone to be their mentor. But here's the crazy part. I'm going to flip roles and I'm going to say, a young man approaches you with me. And this person wants to learn one of two things. Let's say he's 17 years old or a young lady approaches you and they've come from a tough background. They say, Whitney, I'd like to learn about real estate. Would you mind mentoring me? You're going to say yes or no. And we'll say sure. Everybody says yes. But everybody is afraid to do the ask. That's the challenge. You have to make the ask. And it's the same in real estate. You have to ask. You have to follow up. You have to write thank you notes. I'm a big believer in gratitude. But ask. And obviously, the best way to ask is first you go, well, who do I want to be like? Who do I want to emulate? Who is it that I consider a success? And you need to push yourself towards those people. And you need to be around them. You need to demonstrate your desire to work and show up on time and other key aspects and find those people. And without being harsh, we all have the same 24 hours a day. It's what we do with them. So if you're around people who are not like where you want to be, if you're around people that were what you were five years ago versus what you are 10 years from now, those aren't the right mentors. Those are anchors. And I know it sounds cruel. The best thing you can do for you and them is go find the right mentors. And then maybe someday you can go back to them and help them climb out. It does nothing for anyone to be around the wrong people to pull you back instead of the right mentors. Find out what you want to be. Find out who you want to be like. Now just go approach them and find them. It's so much about who you surround yourself with. And a somewhat mentor that I was speaking to this past week, I was in the military and it just hit me this analogy of when you're running in formation and the listeners who are prior military will understand, but when you're in the front of that formation, the guy at the front left, he's setting the pace. And when you're up there in the front running, you don't want to fall back. You know, it's like these other people are pushing you to go forward. And I just like that analogy of being surrounded by those guys in the front and they kind of help keep you up there. That's exactly right. And they can learn. And the smartest guy in the room is the one who's listening, not talking. And so find those mentors and listen and ask and grow. And it will be. And I do an exercise once every three months, time management. That's real simple. I write down a list of everyone I'm speaking to that I talk with more than five minutes a week. It's a free form, as many names as you can. Then I go do a lunch or go for a hike or go for a walk. And then I come back and I prioritize who in that list am I actually spending the most time with? Number one, three. And then I go through that list and go, who should I be spending the most time with? And it might be the person you're spending zero time with. They're the ones you should be spending the most time with. And so you need to shift And you need to write down goals and say, these are the kind of people I want to be like. These are the kind of things to do. Because as we know, just like you're saying about that person that's setting cadence, it's the same as you own a private jet. 
let's just say you get on and the pilot's waiting. You say, let's go. What's the pilot going to say? Where do you want to go? So unless you know where you're going, you're never going to get there. The mentors will help, but you got to set the pace. You have to pick where you want to go. You have to have goals. They need to be very action definable and, and you'll get there with good mentors. And again, the other thing is a show up. And then I believe in relentless forward progress and never give up. We have first world problem. We will not have issues like the rest of the world. And if you just give up and keep going and rely on good mentors, you will eventually be successful in real estate. Most people just choose to give up. And obviously, honesty, reputation is everything, integrity. I really like what you just said. Never give up and how we just have first world problems. You traveled to a few other third world countries and it really helped your perspective on our daily problems that we complain about, right? So tell us maybe a little more about the mentoring or how the mentoring has changed through your career from that first mentor, obviously, it took you under his wing and then you got some experience and you found other mentors or do you have many? How often did that change? Gosh, not much. It changed from that core mentor to more of emulating key people and key business partners that I've been fortunate enough to be around and making sure I find the resources. So, and it's now shifted where I want to focus on mentoring and growing my team, my staff as best. How can I mentor them? How can I coach them combined with proper hiring? And that's kind of the third leg. As you grow and you get to a larger business model, and I started with nothing, zero, nothing. If I can do it, anybody can. I didn't go to a pedigree college. I didn't start with a big bank account. What I started with is a desire to learn, integrity, and you have to work your rear end off. And so now if I can mentor others, you can grow a company with that. So I make sure I hire very, very well. And if the hiring doesn't work out, well, they're gone. And Mandy, who's my right-hand person, every time I see her succeed, I push her more, for more, for more, for more. So as a mentor, you should be doing that with those you're mentoring. And as a mentee, ask for more. It's quite a wonderful feeling when you see that person succeed. It's like almost a child when you see him hit the first baseball. It's wonderful. Our guest is Matthew Baltzell. Thanks for being on the show, Matthew. Whitney, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation about mentors. It's a big topic. I hear it all the time. My calls every week, numerous times about how did you pick a mentor? How did you find them? It's such a big decision, right? Do I spend all this money? Do I not? What do I do? You know, so I've developed these five steps to finding a real estate mentor for free or real estate mentor for free. So first, everybody should know is that mentoring is not about you. And that I feel like is the first misconception is like, people come across needy. It's about me. It's about me. Like People are coming at it from the wrong angle. It should be about helping the other person. So the first step that you're going to want to do is become a person of value. Now, if you think about it in the marketing world, they call it the spiral effect. Like if you think of like a tornado, like a coral, keep going up and up and up and up and up and up, right? People want to be around people that are making moves and going up, upwards momentum. And I believe that's one of my successes of starting a podcast and starting, you know, the virtual meetup is people see that and they see you as more credible, more serious, and therefore they're more likely to help you and not expect anything in return, but you might be able to help them down the road. So first thing you want to do is become a person of value. 
what are your strengths? What are you good at? It might be underwriting, it might be communication. And I know people that are listening to this might think that they don't have something to offer, but that's not necessarily true. You can go on people's websites, you can look at their copywriting, their photography, their videos, a million different things. I have a list. I'll introduce the list later. But the second thing you'll want to do is what do you have to offer? And then you want to develop a credibility kit. In the syndication model, people speak a lot about credibility kit, your team. But think of it as the way of being... When you're looking for a mentor, you are your own entity. So you're going to want to have your own credibility kit. Now, a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot and they say, I don't have anything or I'm just not good enough. It's a mindset problem already. Isn't yeah, it's it? your mindset. So what you want to do already is you don't want to limit yourself. You never want to say anything negative about yourself. So if you've read a thousand books, you've read a thousand books. Okay, That's a start. Don't say, I've only read a thousand books. I don't know anything. You've read a thousand books. You know something. So you're going to want to create a website. You're going to want to develop yourself as a personal brand, whatever you want to do. Start there. So develop a website. Second thing you want to do, you want to put pictures. You want to add things to this website that you've done. So imagine if I'm coming to you and I say, Whitney, I really want to get involved with you. You know, you have several people reaching out to you every single month. Who's credible? Who's not? But imagine you come across me. I say, Whitney, go to my website. I've read a thousand books. I've taken a course. I got a 2.9 GPA. I had bad grades the first semester, but I was working 40 hours a week. I've walked several properties. I know cap rates in this area. And you're like, all right, the spiral effect. This guy's going up. I don't know. I kind of like him. I don't know anything about the Tucson market, but he says he's got it covered. Shoot me a report. I'll get back to you in a month. It's a way to stand out, right? Yeah, I mean, if I yeah. get numerous people asking this, and I do often, but you can say, hey, you know, Whitney, I've done these things. I understand these, you know, you don't have to be this big entrepreneur yet, but most people can do something like data research. Even if I have to give you some guidance on what I'm looking for, if you show me just what you said, like you have done these things, you've put yourself out there, you've educated yourself some, what you can do, I wouldn't expect you to be an expert or you wouldn't be reaching out to work for somebody else. You'd be doing it yourself, right? That's some great points. Yeah. If you're not going to sell yourself, nobody, nobody is going to gas you up and sell you. So you have to be able to sell yourself to get your foot in the door. And once you get your foot in the door, you know, like think about if you're trying to go to the grocery store, you know, you're going in there. If you can't even get in, you can't even buy any food. But once you're in there, you're like, I came in here for chicken, but these Doritos are looking good. Like my appetite's adapting, right? So you're going to want to sell yourself. Website, create a thought leadership platform. I'm not the most experienced person in the syndication model. I'm almost, I'd say, pushing around two years now. But I wanted to create a real estate podcast, get other people on my show, and network and develop my skill set. So when I take my skills back to America, I'll be that much more developed. So you can create a thought leadership platform. Courses you've taken. There's no excuses. You can take online courses online. You can go to your community college. You could take several of these courses. Syndicators have... They're all online, right? So degrees. And you want to get pictures, testimonials. You know, you might know a Fortune 500, fastest growing entrepreneur, top 30 for 30, whatever. Get a testimonial. Put that on your website. Once again, the spiral effect. And I, you might see on LinkedIn that Whitney's connected to so-and-so and he's a senator or a governor from the States, right? So that's what you're going to want to do initially. 
And you're also going to want to identify what your weaknesses are. So if you approach somebody and they say, hey, you know, I am looking for somebody to underwrite. And you don't want to lie, right? So you want to be honest. And it's not bad to have weaknesses. So it's okay to be bad at something at first, but you must progress and learn from it. So you must be honest. If they say, you know, I know a little bit about underwriting, like, let me figure it out, come back to you, progress from there. So know your weaknesses. Second thing you're going to want to do is find someone you want to be like. So go to meetups, listen to podcasts, read books, journals, go to Facebook forums, listen to great podcasts like yours, listen to the people that are on the podcasts, go to their blogs, see what they're writing about, see what podcasts they've been on, educate yourself. And you can really start learning a lot from these people. And then you say, okay, like I want to emulate myself. And a lot of the syndication model is, you know, it's almost like simple plug and chug. Like you're going in, you're adding some simple value. You want to increase the NOI. You want to reduce your operating expenses. Okay, done. We're going to sell this in five years. On to the next one. Go in, increase the NOI, drop the expenses, get a good management team in. Okay, sell in three to five years. Right? So rinse and repeat. And that's a lot of like what you're learning from these people is if they've been doing success leaves clues. So as long as you are listening and you're following what they're doing, odds are you're more likely to be successful. So write down the observations that you find within on blogs. What are people talking about? What are people saying? Learn the lingo, learn the jargon. And you'll really be able to start picking out kind of like a niche of where you see that you could fit in. Even on that finding someone that you want to be like, most likely this person has posted numerous times on social media or bigger pockets, even more specifically, where you can learn a little more about them and what their focus is and, and even some track record and even see what other people are commenting their posts. So you learn more about that individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And so when you're seeing all this stuff, you should be starting to develop a clearer picture of where you see yourself fitting in within the industry. And I know that sounds a little bit nebulous, but you're going to have to develop your own style and you'll develop your own style of speaking. You'll develop your own style of investing and you won't know until you really put yourself out there. So you must start. So the third thing is you must have clarity. So what are your goals? Are your goals to become a future sponsor? Do you want to raise capital? Do you want to own 10 units a year or acquire 10 units a year? Do you want to own a thousand units in six years? I think that's important to really know and clarify your goal going in. And that can always change. And I know everybody says the syndication model is going big and large multifamily apartments, but it's not for everybody. And I could even speak on my behalf, like I'm finding my own place within Boardwalk Wealth and where things are as well. And I'm like, hey man, like maybe I'm cool with like being Scottie Pippen. Like I don't need to be Michael Jordan whenever like I'm still on the team. Like I get to travel the world. Like, do I need to be the main guy? So these are all kind of things that can your goals can constantly change, but I think it's important to have a goal going in. And then why? Why do you want a mentor? A mentor might ask you that, like, why do you want a mentor? And you say, oh man, like I just I want to get rich and I want to do this. And man, like everybody's busy. You know, all the sponsors, capital raisers, time is limited. And if you can't sell yourself and you can't explain to somebody why you want a mentor, then you're out of luck. And also, what are your expectations? So 
this is why I say free mentor, because I think it's the best way to go about it. Because when you put money down, it definitely changes things. Like it's a give and take, like, Hey, I gave you a thousand. I should be having 25 units by now. Like you're my problem. And I don't, I don't know. That's just a different avenue. This is for finding a free mentor. So what are your expectations? What are you looking for in a mentor? Are you looking for somebody to hold your hand? Are you looking for weekly calls? Are you looking to have access to a sponsor on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis? These are all things to be considering. And then the fourth thing is, you're going to want to reach out and add value. So add value first. And to go back to listening to the podcast, the blogs, the journals, the Facebook forums, success leaves clues. And when these people are also talking on my podcast in particular, Real Estate Journeys, I always ask at the end, what is a pain point or weakness you are facing right now in your business. And one of the reasons why I ask that question is I don't really explain it to a lot of people is because I want somebody to hear that and be a solution to somebody else's problem. And people say deal sourcing, people say time management, people say all sorts of different things, right? And when people get on these podcasts as much as they like their, you know, regurgitate real estate, they also vent about their frustrations. So if you can be a solution to their problem, then bada bing, bada boom. And then number five is relationship building. So you're going to want to start being top of the mind, right? You're going to want to follow up. You're going to want to be commenting on people's social media. If you look on people's blogs, this is a great suggestion is a lot of people don't have comments. Or let's say you look at somebody and Whitney's stool has an average of 13, 20 comments on Instagram or Twitter. How do you stand out? Well, maybe you go through on your blog post and there's zero comments and you leave a thoughtful comment, an educated comment on each blog post. And the people that are going to read that are probably going to read your comment and they'll probably click your little icon, see who you are and learn about you. So engage in the content. We hope that you have enjoyed the highlight show today. You can always listen to the full episodes that were featured today by clicking the links in the show notes page in the, in the description box. Let us know in the comments what you thought of this episode, or you can go to lifebridgecapital.com forward slash podcast and click the feedback button. Let us know how we can add more value to you. Thank you and talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success. 